Good morning. It's a beautiful Sunday in the old Pueblo, and you're listening to KTDT Tucson. Thank you for spending a part of your brunch hour with us on your downtown Tucson community-sponsored rock and roll radio station. This week, we speak with Dre Thompson, the executive vice president of Startup Tucson, and discuss their plans for funding new ideas, celebrating resiliency, and bringing the remote worker to Tucson. Today is February 28th. My name is Tom Heath, and you're listening to Life Along the Streetcar. Each and every Sunday, our focus is on social, cultural, and economic impacts in Tucson's urban core, and we shed light on hidden gems everyone should know about. From A Mountain to U Arizona, and all stops in between, you get the inside track right here on 99.1 FM, streaming on downtownradio.org, also available on your iPhone or Android by heading over to the store and downloading the Downtown Radio Tucson app. You can get us on the show, contact at lifealongthestreetcar.org. Same URL gets you to our past episodes. Uh, you can find us on Facebook, Spotify, iTunes, all kinds of places. Or just simply ask your smart speaker to play Life Along the Streetcar podcast. And we're going to start today with news of the passing of a patriarch of a Fourth Avenue establishment. So let's take you back to 1943. It's February and Davis Monthan is on fire. Well, the mess hall is anyway, after a Navy bomber crashed in to the mess hall and it was burned to the ground. It took them seven weeks to rebuild it. And one of their first events after reopening was to have the team at Caruso's Italian restaurant come in and cook spaghetti dinner for the soldiers. Well, we're sharing this with you because you may have seen in the Daily Star uh, recently that the patriarch of the Caruso's Italian restaurant here in Tucson on 4th Avenue, Salvatore Sagona Sr., passed away recently at the age of 100. And there's no doubt that Caruso's being a part of our community since 1938 has had an impact. But I just like to think about how much they've been intertwined within our community. 1943, they were serving soldiers on Davis Monthan Air Force Base. And now they are suffering through a pandemic like the rest of many of our small businesses here in Tucson on 4th Avenue. So just encourage you to get out there and support them and thank the family of Salvatore just to let them know that you appreciate all they've done for our community. Well, our feature today is also about small business and the future of small business. Dre Thompson is the executive vice president of Startup Tucson and a person who has spent a large part of her career helping support communities and tackling very tough problems through creative solutions. And she is now a member of Startup Tucson, who is hosting a day-long entrepreneurial experience on April 15th. And that's going to include Southern Arizona's largest pitch competition, as well as an inspirational um, award ceremony for the Resiliency Awards. We sat down with Dre, of course, by phone, and found out a little bit more about this event and what they're doing to make sure that Tucson is as strong as possible during these challenging times. I am Dre Thompson, the Executive Vice President of Startup Tucson. Well, Startup Tucson, you guys are getting a lot of press lately, so uh, I feel like we're Johnny-come-lately, but we did have this interview scheduled before all of your uh, notoriety out there. (laughs) 
you, you were a hidden gem when we when we uh, scheduled this, but now you're not. You're uh, everybody knows what you're doing. Hey, but t- tell us a, a little bit about the the history of of startup uh, Tucson and what that has meant for our community over the last several years. Yeah, so Startup Tucson is a nonprofit organization. Um, we're primarily focused on economic development through entrepreneurship innovation. So we really, that's really our goal is to support more people, more diverse people, being able to build strong companies here in, in Tucson and in Southern Arizona. Um, so we, we do a lot of different activities that are related to that. We do a lot of education. So one of our kind of core core things that we do is startup fundamentals. Um, And if you're someone who has never started a company and you're just curious about, okay, what do I, what do I not know about this whole process? What do I need to learn? It's a, a, you know, a six week course, there's five weeks, but six, six modules. And we take you through the basics of building a company. Um, We give a lot of mentorship, a lot of support, a lot of coaching, if you just have quick questions, oh, what do I do about marketing? What do I need to think about from a legal perspective, financial perspective? We have on tap tons and tons of experts. Um, and everything that we do is really low cost and we and free uh, by and large. And so that we really try to make sure that it's accessible for the community. So that's kind of that's kind of our bread and butter. We do that a lot. We have tons of just kind of free events that you can join. Um, we do that all throughout the year. We also have idea funding um, and 10 West, in the before times, we had 10 West Impact Festival. Um, but we do, we are doing idea funding this year as a digital event. And it's, it's Southern Arizona's largest conference for entrepreneurship um, and Southern Arizona's largest pitch competition for, um, for early stage companies. So that's, those are kind of some of the things that we're doing. But have a lot of things that we've been working on this year. Um, obviously, small business is really struggling through the pandemic. We've had an opportunity to jump in as a team and try to think about how can we help. So we got a big USDA grant um, that has is supporting agricultural producers and small business in the food entrepreneurship space and helping them in the new digital economy and really trans- transferring a lot of e-commerce skills uh, and and helping them sort of transform their revenue models now in a place where we don't have as many farmers markets and restaurants have really changed their orders. So that's kind of some, some of the things that we're working on. <laughs> just a few. Just, just a few. Yeah. <laughs> now, your organization, um, I don't know if this is by design or just by the uh, demographics, but it seems to be geared towards uh, that that young professional mindset is is that accurate or are you are you working with all spectrums or do you focus on the young uh, new entrepreneurs you know what's interesting is um, you know people have this sense that startups must be you know young guys with hoodies um, and that's actually not at all the face of entrepreneurship in Arizona Um, so we actually we find that we have a huge broad range of ages. So we have a lot of folks who are, are, maybe this is their second career. They've had a career, successful career in corporate, and they've always had this idea that they're like thinking about, and they've always wanted to launch it. So we have a number of folks who are in that space. 
Um, we have a number of folks who are just coming out of college. We do have younger people that participate. It's, it's a really big range. Something we're really proud of at Startup Tucson is we have one of the most diverse ecosystems um, when, as compared to other kind of national ecosystems in terms of 65% um, of our founders, our companies have a female founder. Um, we have 45% of our companies are led by BIPOC founders. So we really have a, a wide range of folks, um, and they're in all stages. It's kind of about 30, 30, 33%, 33%, 33%, um, early, early stage, growth stage. Um, and then we have a small percentage, too, that have actually successfully exited their companies, too. So it's, it's really, we're kind of at the front of the funnel in, in terms of how folks get engaged with entrepreneurship. So a lot of people find us first, and then we can hook them up with our many community partners who are, might, you know, might be a, a perfect fit for the, you know, a tech company that they're building or for the stage that they're out that they're really building. So um, we we really try to see ourselves as industry agnostic, really open ended, kind of that first front door to thinking about a business. Um, we're here to support that, and then um, really kind of help help you through that whole process. So. It's, it's it's a wide range. It is, and I think that's why sometimes when people look at Startup Tucson or the Ten West Impact Festival and all of the pro, pro, programs that are out there, sometimes it's hard to get a grasp on on exactly what you're doing because you're doing so much. And it, you know, in talking to you now, I get the sense it's not just Startup mm -hmm. Tucson; it's almost like a uh, like a restart Tucson post pandemic. <laughs> yeah. So you guys are. Oh my gosh, okay, I'm feeling that. I love that. <laughs> It's, it's, it's all yours, but you know one of those concepts that I you know, and I want to talk about idea funding. I want to come back to that, so I'm going to put a pin in touch on uh, what what I thought was a pretty unique way to promote Tucson and a lot of the uh, uh, generate a lot of that entrepreneurial spirit here. Um, you know, for years we had this concept of the brain drain, where people would go to the university, they would leave, yeah. and they take their their education, their talents elsewhere. And you, your organization has been part of trying to keep them here. But now, with uh, the pandemic, you are actually recruiting people um, to Tucson. And, and you guys came up with what I thought was a pretty um, innovative program that uh, called Remote Tucson. And I wonder if you could just kind of touch a little bit about what that looks like and, oh, yeah. and where we are with that. Yeah, you know, Remote Tucson is very interesting. It's, it's a pilot program we ran this year. It's different than a lot of the other economic development that we do, just like you're pointing out. Most of the economic development work that we focus on focuses on building our grassroots talent pool here, really investing in growing companies that are, are already here. Um, but that's not the whole story to economic development. It's really kind of like a both-and opportunity. Uh Right now, during during the pandemic, we are we are seeing a massive shift in our workforce, and there is an opportunity um, where millions of people are rethinking work, and they're really wanting to work where they want to live, and they want to work where they want to play um, as remote workers. So, so this is kind of like a, a once in a generation shift that we're seeing where folks are leaving um, really po densely populated urban centers and looking for a higher quality of a life. They're looking for communities that they can really invest in um, and build roots into. And, and so Tucson is really well positioned to, to capture that, 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 that demographic of people. Um, 
So, so we launched this program. It's called Remote Tucson. It's a, an incentive program where we were just kind of getting the story out there that Tucson is an amazing place to, to work and live and play. And um, we had a small incentive package that to sort of, you know, sweeten the pot about thinking about moving to Tucson. They're all fully employed at really amazing national companies, and they're going to come here, work here remotely, um, and really just become embedded in our community. We had a spot for, we had we had room for 10 people, so we were really keeping it limited. Um, and we were hoping to maybe get 150 applications. We had a really lean budget. We didn't have, you know, uh, full national coverage marketing campaign. We had a lean budget. We were, oh, 150 would be good. We ended up getting 150 in the first week, hmm. and we ended up getting um, over 600 overall um, of highly, highly qualified people that are super passionate about moving here. Many of them are kind of what we consider boomerangs who are from Tucson or went to college in Tucson. They've always had it kind of back in their mind that they love to live here, and this was kind of that program to to knock it over the edge and get them really excited to move back. So we ended up with 10 amazing participants. Um, there was just a story in the Arizona Daily Star kind of highlighting a couple of them. Um, we're going to continue to to introduce them to our community because they have such high skills that are, for Startup Tucson's perspective, they're amazing mentors, they're amazing coaches. They really add so much value um, to our community, and and so we were super happy with how that that whole program really rolled out. Wow, that is tremendous response. And and I did read the uh, the article you referenced mentioned that you were getting calls from across the country on on how to duplicate yeah. this. Are are you sharing that information? Or are you just saying nope? It's all for us. Everyone's going to move here. <laughs> um, well, there are some cities that are not in our that are not competitive with us. Um, and so the reason that we've, we're not the only city in the world that's done this. There's a number of cities that are doing this. We took a really different approach than a lot of other cities. And this is what's really been prompting a number of cities to reach out to us. So a lot of other cities focus on just cash incentives. You know, you can get $10,000 up to $20,000 to move to Tulsa, Oklahoma. Um, but we weren't really trying to attract people that were just interested in getting the cash and then leaving and going to some other city. We were really, really trying to focus on people that were community oriented. That would be a huge asset to, to our, to our city. Um, and so we really focused on kind of the perk packages and, and ways to plug people into communities. So making sure that they were getting, um, you know, memberships to Tucson Young Professionals, memberships to the Rialto, to MOCA, getting them involved with nonprofits, getting them really plugged into um, our city. Each of them is has a, an ambassador that helps them navigate the experience. So that was kind of our focus, and that made us really different and unique from other cities. Um, and we did that very intentionally because, you know, um, we wanted to be really mindful of uh of, of, of growing smart and, and really thinking about how, the direction that Tucson wants to grow. And, and so that was, that was a conscious choice. And so that's kind of, num that's, that's been very different on the national scene of, of the approach that people have been taking to this type of program. This is Dre Thompson with Startup Tucson. We'll be back with the second half of our interview in just a moment. I want to remind you that you're listening to Life Along the Streetcar on Downtown Radio, 99.1 FM and streaming on Downtown Radio. 
startuptucson.org. All right, we're going to finish up with uh, Dre Thompson, Executive Vice President of Startup Tucson. Well, it seems that Startup Tucson is known for taking a, a, a fresh perspective. The, the 10 West, <laughs> the 10 West uh, Impact Festival was a, a, a different way of putting together uh, the type of event that we had seen in other parts of the country, but nothing in the in the way that you created it here in Tucson with that same sort of um, holistic approach to, to the day. And obviously, 10 West oh, thank Impact you. Festival is not happening in 2021, but you are doing the, uh, the the pitch competition, the the idea funding. You touched on that earlier. Can you tell us a little bit what that what that looks like? Yeah, I mean, I really appreciate that, Tom, because I feel like I feel like Tucson doesn't just want to try to repeat the other cities. We don't want to be the next Austin. I don't know if we want to be. These, I think we want to be our own thing, and so I think we really try to be. That's that's very intentional too. It's like what feels right for Tucson. What feels like us. What feels um, authentic to the community that we're really trying to build. So I, I appreciate that. Um, yeah. So 10 West Impact Festival is a in the you know if you're not aware of it, it's a 10 day festival um, that really celebrates the intersection of entrepreneurship, technology, science, sustainability, um, the creative arts, and education. And then we'll have tons of food and music and uh, different types of community events that are all kind of packed into these 10 days um, last year or the in 2019, the last time that we had 10 West, uh, it was 14,000 people. So it was really, really growing. Um, and it was, it was pretty heartbreaking to, to really think about it not happening in 2020 and what, when, what would it really be an appropriate event to have for 2021? Um, so after some soul searching, we really focused on, okay, what does our community need right now? Um, and we just felt like we needed a celebration of the hard work that small businesses and startups and entrepreneurs have been, and creatives as well, um, have been have been doing. They've been really uh, so resilient. And so that's what we really wanted to focus on, is really focus on the entrepreneurial community. So Idea Funding is a 20-year conference that has that sort of got folded into 10 West. So for this year, we're putting it on its own little platform. Um, and we have a big pitch competition, like you mentioned. So if you're, if you're a startup company, um, you can win up to $25,000 um, of goods and services, to, of cash and also services to, to really launch your company. Um, overall, there's $65,000 we're giving out awards. Um, CIC is sponsoring an Adelante Arizona prize for diverse founders. Um, the McGuire Center is sponsoring, uh, is sponsoring a prize for young entrepreneurs. Um, United Way is, is, is sponsoring a prize for companies that have a, a really powerful social impact. So it's, we have a lot of different types of prizes. There's a lot of ways for people to, um, to be recognized within that. And then something that's totally new this year is we've actually added a community resiliency prize. And then we've added throughout the day a bunch of creative battles. Um, so this is not going to be your typical Zoom conference. There is going to be a lot of things going on, and it's going to be really fun. And the whole purpose is just celebrating innovation in all its forms in our community, from the creatives and makers to the high-tech bio uh, companies that are really coming out of Southern Arizona. And this is, this is an online one-day one event, correct? It's not a multi-day event. Yes, it will be one day, April 15th. Um, it's completely free to, to hop in and, and participate in. Um, if you want to participate, we have some really awesome prize, raffle prize 
uh, packages. So you can purchase a ticket and get raffle tickets. Um, there's going to be a lot of opportunities for audience members to vote and engage and actually select the winners. So we have a battle of the bands. We have a battle of the um, poets. We have a battle of the um, mixologists and battle of the comedians. And so you're going to be able to really participate and select your favorite. And so it's, it's going to be a lot of fun. It's all happening April 15th. Um, and, and you can learn more about that from startuptucson.com slash idea funding. And the, the, the people that are involved with the idea funding, that's, that's going to be selected by the time this time airs, but you are still looking for nominations for that resiliency award, correct? Yes, absolutely. So, um, the pitch competition applications will close February 22nd. So that's, that's passed. Um, the resiliency awards. So, we have what we're really trying to do is pull out those stories of people that have been exceptionally creative, have demonstrated leadership, innovation, and grit. Um, and so we have we have specific awards for people that are kind of brick and mortar small businesses, and then we also have awards for people that are artisanal makers, creatives. Um, and and so you can go and you can nominate your favorite brick and mortar or your favorite uh, maker, creative artist. And, and really tell their story of resilience. And this is just an opportunity to elevate um, those people that have been at the forefront of thinking creatively about how to survive and how to really thrive in a pandemic. And then also those like behind the scene heroes. So we also want those people who have been those second in command or just demonstrating acts of courage and kindness and creativity that might not be visible. So that's, that's really the goal is since we've been so isolated, we haven't really had that chance for a lot of collective storytelling. And so this is our way of, of really encouraging people to to highlight people that have, have been working really, really hard during this time and are so valuable to our to our community and our recovery as a community. And the nominations can be submitted through your website, startuptucson.com? Yep, you can submit those to the website. Um, some kind of really cool things about this is that um, anyone who submits a nomination will receive raffle tickets to participate in idea funding, like I mentioned. And then all semifinalists, and this is really, really exciting. The Hotel McCoy is going to give a free staycation to anyone who is a semifinalist. So even if you don't win the cash prize, oh, I, I should mention, there's a cash prize for these. It's $1,500. Um, so whoever wins that, you, talk about you know, the, the bar winner. Burying the lead, you gotta lead, you got to start with a 1500 <laughs> bucks. Oh, yeah. I, I know, I just realized that. <laughs> we, we love the feels, we love the stories, but I'm sure they could also use a little cash in their pocket. So um, that's, yes, so it's a cash prize for these businesses. Um, and then anyone who is a semifinalist will also read a free night vacation from the Hotel McCoy. The Hotel McCoy has been so amazing through this time and just really keeping um, a safe environment for folks uh, to really be able to have those kind of vacation moments. Um, so we are so excited that they came in as a sponsor. So lots of reasons to nominate including cash and one night stays and then also the ability to just really celebrate and elevate um, folks that have been doing exceptionally hard work of, 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 of building really important businesses through this time. Wow. Well, we were talking with uh, Dre Thompson, the executive vice president for Startup Tucson. Uh, Dre, thanks for your time. This is uh, amazing, the work that you're doing. Oh, thank you 
so much. I'm so grateful to be able to chat with you. Um, I'm really, really grateful for the support that you've shown us over the years and the way that you've also been such an important part of the story of the revitalization of Tucson and, and the way that we're really coming together as a community. So I'm so grateful for the work that you do, too. Why, thank you. And if anyone is interested, I do recommend you head over to Startup Tucson. Dot com for information on all the topics we covered today and, and just really good snippets about where we are economically and where we're going as a community. It's a lot of information on that uh, website, startuptucson.com. Dre, thank you, and we'll talk soon. Thank you so much. Dre Thompson, Executive Vice President of Startup Tucson, and uh, looking forward to the April 15th events. And if you know people that are interested in those residency awards, get those names over to uh, the team there. My name is Tom Heath. You're listening to Life Along the Streetcar on Downtown Radio, 99.1 FM and streaming on downtownradio.org. Well, thanks for hanging out with us here on a Sunday brunch hour. This was episode number 140. Our guest today was Dre Thompson of Startup Tucson and some amazing things they're doing here within our community. And we're going to keep these amazing interviews rolling if you tune in next Sunday. Uh, We've got... uh, a team working on a concept called the Urban Forest. Uh, you can find out a little bit more at their website, harrisfletcher.com. Harken back to our interview last week with Mike Peel, and he kind of touched upon this project. But it's something that's happening, and, and the funding is just starting. And if there's a way to uh, get this project launched and do it successfully, I think we're going to create a model for how we can change housing uh, opportunities in uh, much of the urban area. Well, that'll be next Sunday. And uh, today we're going to leave you with a little music from the Sugar Stains in honor of all the work that has been done with by our small businesses and Startup Tucson to make a difference. This is uh, a song called Change. Hope you enjoy it. Have a great week and tune in next Sunday for more Life Along the Streetcar.